let's get into codependency. And I want to talk about really why people don't ever really heal from codependency. Codependency is definitely something that's very tricky and something that you have to practice um, overcoming. You have to practice undoing what the program has been for probably most of your life. So let's get into codependency. So first off, let's start with four really basic questions that will help you to understand your codependency a little bit better because before we can do something different, we have to really understand the problem. So the first question is, how did you become codependent? Where did it really start with? Who are you the most codependent on? The next question is, how does codependency show up in your life? So when you look at your relationships, where does it show up? Are you a people pleaser? Do you just not think before you do and you just are constantly giving and giving? Do you not ever give your own self time to feed yourself, to love yourself, to nurture yourself? Another really important question to ask yourself is, who are you codependent on today? And the last question is, what triggers your codependency? Is it the fear of being alone? Is it not being in a relationship? So what really triggers that kind of codependency? Is it worrying about what other people are going to think of you? That someone would think that you're a bad person if you don't do this favor? Do you get triggered when someone gives you a little bit of guilt and a little bit of shame? Does that really trigger your codependency? So let's start with the first question. How did you become codependent? So for the most part, we kind of understand that codependency starts in childhood, but who specifically did it really start with? Who was the person that at times you felt like wasn't able to really sit in a space for you? Who was the person that you felt like couldn't connect with you? Who was the person that you felt like at times kind of shunned how you felt and what was best for you and what you needed and kind of did what was best for them and did it too much, right? Like everything's about balance, but who was the person in your life that you really struggled with having that connection relationship with? Now, codependency starts really from one or two types of parents. It's going to be the parent that completely hovers and never gives you space to breathe, is not, doesn't give you room to like grow and make your own decisions. The parent that's very controlling, the parent that always had to have a say in your life and didn't give you that room to kind of like discover yourself, uh, stay in tune with who you are and have that connection to yourself. And so when that doesn't happen and you just have a very controlling, overbearing type of parent, you're not able to really like spread your wings. If you were never given choices and the ability to actually make your own decisions, then, and you were just micromanaged really, then you're going to really struggle with making decisions and you're going to always need someone to call or ask, hey, what do you think of this? How do you feel about this? What do you think I should do? You're going to struggle with not being confident enough to make your own decisions because that was a skill that wasn't taught to you and it wasn't something that was honed in on. It wasn't something that was nurtured. When that kind of ability to stay connected to yourself isn't really fostered and nurtured, then what's going to end up happening is there becomes a disconnect. And when there's a disconnect, you just end up conforming to outside of yourself, to people or things or situations. And you're not really staying, you're not really having this like relationship that you're actually supposed to be having with yourself. Another huge part of the codependency and this disconnect is you never really feel loved. You never really feel soothed and validated. And you don't, when that connection isn't there, you are naturally going to, as I have all my stuff right here, you are naturally going to 
want to seek out a person. So you're going to want to seek out external things to make yourself build up inside and make your, make you feel like you have good self-esteem, even though it's not coming from self, it's coming from outside. So you are much like a narcissist, except you have empathy and someone who's narcissistic does not. You are searching for supply. You're searching for something outside of yourself to make yourself feel good or feel better about really kind of the voids and the voids is, are really that disconnect between you and yourself. Have you been thinking it's time to rebuild yourself? We've all been through hard times, but what matters in the end isn't what you've been through, but how you move through it. People don't realize how important healing actually is. To start to really heal on your journey, I have created a nine-week online course designed to help people who want to take that first step into healing their wounds. It helps you to see where your wounds are in order to stop them from continuing to influence your life. This is your chance to begin learning the important life skills to lead a healthier, happier life. So sign up today on my website. All the links are below. And you guys, this is so, so important. So please take advantage of this opportunity and you can do it at your own pace and you have it available to you for six months. Now, if you experience the complete opposite, if you experience parents or a parent that didn't really micromanage at all and wasn't controlling at all, and quite frankly, didn't really give you the time of day, right? Maybe you were emotionally or physically abandoned. Maybe you were left to your own devices. Maybe mom was just very selfish and you were just always left to kind of figure it out on your own. Then that's going to cause really the same type of wound. It just, the wound got inflicted in just a different way. When you're left to your own devices at a young age, you have to understand you go into survival mode. So when you go into survival mode, what you're doing is you're kind of like walking on eggshells and you're trying to figure out, okay, well, how can I just tiptoe around everything so nothing, so no landmines kind of like go off. And when that happens, it causes a ton of anxiety inside the child because they're not able to kind of like self-soothe and, and they don't have someone else really taking control of the situation. It's left up to the child. And when that happens, if there's, again, there's just a disconnect between yourself and your, your inner self. You begin to become very hyper-focused outside. So you become the great daughter, the great worker, the great person, the person that always does all the favors, the person that takes control and does everything because that's who you have become as kind of like a defense mechanism. Now, the next question that we kind of went into was how does codependency show up in your life? And this is extremely important. This is where we start kind of examining ourselves and relationships and seeing what, where does it actually show up? So I, when it does show up, I can have that self-awareness and then do something different. So do you feel guilty doing something for yourself? Do you feel uncomfortable saying no to people? Do you avoid conflict? Do you not like confrontation? Are you always saying I'm sorry for things that don't really warrant an apology? Do you take on how someone else is feeling or someone else's problems as if they were your own? Do you kind of refer to yourself as the helper, the person that's always there to help everyone else, and you kind of spin it in like a great way when really all you're doing is just coming in to try to save the day on everyone else's problems. So you're not really helping, you're actually just taking, taking over completely and taking control of the situation. The biggies are, do you really ignore what you need? Do you really ignore how you feel? Does how you feel about yourself depend on how people view you? 
Do you allow what someone has to say about you to end up being your inner conversation? I mean, those are really like the biggies of codependency. And so when you can start really checking those boxes and saying, yes, this is something that I definitely struggle with. This is how it shows up is I care about this or I do this. Then you can start to kind of like backtrack and work on the next thing, which is who are you codependent on? Now, this doesn't mean that the person you're codependent on is like a horrible person. It doesn't mean that they're narcissistic and you're the codependent. It could be someone who you love dearly, but they have become a, a crutch. They are someone that you might rely on too much to give you something, validation, happiness. You know, maybe if it's someone that they're just always in a bad mood and you always want to come in and save the day, really what you're doing is you're trying to avoid them being uncomfortable because it makes you uncomfortable. So you haven't really learned how to detach from you and another person. So that doesn't make that person a horrible person. It just means this is who I'm codependent on and in what ways am I codependent on them? So in what ways am I neglecting myself and becoming codependent on this person? Now, when we talk about the triggers of codependency, as it just gets extremely dark in here all of a sudden, um, but anyways, thank God for ring lights. But um, so when we talk about triggers of codependency, really what we're talking about is self-abandonment. I mean, that's really what codependency is. It's the abandonment of self because you have felt abandoned in childhood. And because that was the case, either abandoned by, again, controlling or just dismissive and, and parents that were just nowhere to be found. So because that happened so much and it was consistent, again, doesn't mean our parents were horrible people, but it is what it is. This is what's happened. And so when we're here and we're really thinking about the triggers and when we think about self-abandonment, we have to learn, okay, well, how am I abandoning my own self? How am I disconnected from self? A really great part of this question that will really help to, you know, really work on healing from codependency. And this is where, again, most people don't really do this kind of work. They don't ask themselves this kind of these kind of questions. They don't really dive into like really what are their triggers, who are the people that trigger them the most, and really being super self-aware in the moment of when they are doing or engaging in those triggers and doing something different. I mean, it takes work to overcome from these things. And it's not difficult work. It's just about really having that self-awareness and learning how to parent yourself. So the part of self-abandonment and the reason why it's happening, which makes you codependent on other things or, or relationships and people is because again, that disconnect between you itself. Now, what that means is that you are still plague out those childhood wounds. Then most people really live their entire lives unaware that they're living out their childhood wounds. So when you stop and say, okay, I know that's something that I struggle with. This is something that I'm trying to work on and overcome. You immediately take responsibility for that. You immediately start bringing more self-awareness to yourself and the situation than you had before, which allows you to do something different. And when you do something different, you actually create change. And I just wanna make sure that I'm clear on something. Healing from something doesn't mean that the scar is not there. It just means that the scar isn't bleeding, blistering, controlling your life, interfering with your life. But we all come with, we all have past experiences and we all have wounds and we all have stuff. And so the point of this journey is to have those kind of scars and those things that we've been through as 
you know, real badges of honor. Like this is what I went through and this is who I am and this is what this is what makes me me. Um, and sharing that with each other, but not having those things influence our lives in negative ways. And the point of doing this type of work is not to make sure that codependency never happens ever again, but when it does, if it does, that you know how to handle it. That's really you taking care of yourself in the best way possible because there could possibly be times where you are a little codependent on a person, or maybe sometimes where you do go too far, maybe sometimes where you are looking for approval. So when those times happen, what do you do? That's the difference between someone who's healthy and someone who is just completely unaware of their, their own self, living out these wounds, and it's affecting them in a negative way. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this video, and thank you again for bearing with the stuffy nose this week, I would be pounding water to get better. So I hope you guys are well. Hope you're taking care of yourselves and I'll see you in the next video.